to Hubba a Muppet quiz show brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's your favorite quiz show that's not like the others. Here, Muppet fans, Muppet professionals, and everyone in between competes for fabulous prizes and to see who's this week's toughest pig. I'm your host, Becca Petunia of ToughPigs.com, and today we're talking about the best of the best, the electric mayhem. That's right, the mayhem. Muppets so talented, they can star in an entire show where Kermit never even shows up. I've always loved the mayhem, and certainly having a ton of new material this year made it easier than ever to write an episode all about them. And maybe someone at Disney will hear this podcast and decide to renew Muppets Mayhem for season two. And while they're listening, here's my suggestion, add Zandra and Ubu as villains to season two. I can explain. I won't explain right now, but I can explain. It's a brilliant idea and it'll it'll save it'll make the show even better. Anyway, today's mellow and profitable episode features questions written by me with help from Muppet Wiki, plus some sources I'll mention later. And speaking of, let's agree to play fair today. Please don't look at Muppet Wiki or any other resource during this game. I'm trusting you to be honest. Like Janice, I will start sneezing if anyone lies about their Muppet knowledge. Anyway, before we can jam with the band, let's learn about today's guest musicians. That's why we're going to play our first game, To To Tell tell a Face. face. Contestants, buzz in to answer some questions about yourself. Whoever buzzes in first will get introduced first. Ready? Go. All right. So our first contestant, uh, Dave, what is your name? My name is Dave Holtine Jr. Very nice, Dave Holtine <laughs> Jr. And uh, this season I've started doing this because it's the right thing to do and it's about time that I started doing this. What pronouns should we use for you during this recording? He, him, please. Okay. Um, all right. So Dave, why don't you tell us a little bit about your history with the Muppets and some of the work you've done with the Muppets as well, because you've you've been fortunate enough to do some stuff with them, correct? Yeah. Uh, so uh, like pretty much everybody else, uh, I started as a young kid and uh, I watched the Muppets. I watched Sesame Street with my dad, the Muppet Show uh, with my dad and, uh, of course, Fraggle Rock. It was just me and him. And uh, I was a fan. Uh, Years later, uh, when the internet uh, suddenly appeared, I was like, ooh, I should see what they have on the Muppets. And I was uh, surprised to find there were a lot of other fans, which at first was devastating and then very quickly became exciting. Uh, And it made the world a smaller place uh, for me as well as friends. And as a result, uh, I, uh, I, I, 
all I could do when I was a kid was draw. Uh, that's the only thing I was allowed to do when I got in trouble. So uh, uh, the thing that I drew the most were the Muppets. And um, as uh, I got online more and more, that world continued to shrink. I was on the outer edge and then slowly uh, managed to work my way in. Uh, and the first, I guess, Muppet gig job I got was uh, doing artwork for uh, the performers and uh, uh, some production crew for the 2015 Muppets show. And uh, that was uh, really, really cool. I got to go to the studio. And then not long after that, uh, Craig Shemin uh, hired me to work on his uh, book, uh, Sam and Friends, the story of Jim Henson's first television show, available on uh, Bear Manor Media. You should go check it out. Ooh, and, love the plug. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Craig will be happy about that, too. <laughs> and uh and and basically whenever joe says hey i need you to draw something uh for a podcast i say i'll do my best well i i love all the stuff that you've done um you. love your work on that uh that salmon friends book and all the bonus material that you have i have the friend of sam sticker on my computer oh, cool. and all that um but uh you know i don't even I, think i have that anymore actually I think I gave them all away. Yes, <laughs> you're not you're not friends with Sam. No, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks, Dave. And Dave, who is your favorite member of the Electric Mayhem? Uh, my favorite member as a member is uh, Doctor Teeth, but my favorite member to draw will always be Animal. Oh, Animal is so much fun to draw. Just there's so much energy in any picture of animal. And he's easy. It's it's just basically a feather duster with eyes and teeth. Yeah, I'm just I'm waving my arm frantically because that's how <laughs> I would draw animal. <laughs> that's how animal would draw animal too, probably. True. <laughs> so Dave, uh, you've earned yourself 20 points for all of those correct answers. Those will be the only 20 points I get, I'm afraid. No. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to our second contestant. Uh, our second contestant, what is your name? Uh, my name is Joe Hennis. My pronouns are he, him, and I like to eat drums. Look at you scooping my question with, with knowing that I'm going to ask you about pronouns. Look at that. How did you know? I I thought I would be more efficient. And then, you know, now we're talking about it and that undoes all the efficiency. Yeah, now it's not efficient anymore. But anyway, Joe... Everybody knows your history with the Muppets. Uh, you are one of the co-owners of the website toughpigs.com, um, which you should check out if you haven't, those of you listening. And um I thought you're talking to me. I'll, yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it, I'll give it a go. Joe, have you seen it? Uh I have, not in years. Yeah, okay, I kind of yeah. gave up on it a long time ago. No, that's not true. Let me tell you, it's kind of gone downhill since new people took over in like 2007 or so <laughs> i don't i don't care for their leadership i mean the, the truth is, is is actually i think i agree with you <laughs> <laughs> no no you guys do wonderful work well thank you and i've been here for nine of those years so you know but um you do great work with that you've been on so many muppet podcasts so i don't have to ask you your history with the muppets so instead i'm going to ask you um hey can can you get behind it uh sure can uh but uh god i wish i had a really funny answer at hand instead of just quoting a muppet thing 
but uh, can I get behind it? Uh, yeah, uh, because uh, I don't know if you know this about me. Um, I'm a really big fan of conga lines. Oh. Yeah, I love a good conga line. And uh, the whole purpose of a conga line is to get behind it. You must have loved the Muppets Go Hollywood. I did. Oh, my God. That was maybe is that the only time the Muppets have done a real conga line? Because that's a that's a good conga line. No, they they must have during one of like the Hawaiian sketches that they did on the Muppet Show, mm. like Hawaiian War. We have to do or... some investigation. Yeah, we'll have to get the uh, the Muppet Wiki guys to start an article on conga lines. Um, Shane, can you get can you get working on that right away, please? Thank you very much. And uh, Joe. Who is your favorite member of the Electric Mayhem? Uh, you know, I think I think that no one's ever going to beat Floyd in my book. Floyd is the coolest guy you'll ever meet. Um, I like both of the main performers of Floyd very much. Jerry Nelson, obviously, was was the king. And I think Matt Vogel does an incredible job with Floyd now. He, he retained the coolness. Um, but I got to say, uh, watching uh, Muppets Mayhem... Uh, I have a newfound appreciation for Zoot that not that I never, I never like not appreciated Zoot, but like now every time he opens his mouth, man, is he funny? I do love me some Zoot. You should do a podcast about it, Joe. About yeah, the- that's a good idea. Oh, how could I forget to mention the podcast you did on Muppets Mayhem? Uh, when- I did. Yeah, you want to tell us a little bit about um. Muppets Mayhem Backstage Pass? Yeah, I, I I did a podcast called Muppets Mayhem Backstage Pass. And uh, basically, I wanted to do a watch-along podcast uh, for the new show. I worked with the folks at Muppet Studio at Disney um, to help uh, you know approve assets and to get interviews. We ended up getting every single person that we asked for for interviews, which is amazing. Uh, that includes the entire main cast. Um, and, uh, we had two of the producers, uh, Jeff Yorks and Bill Beretta who volunteered to be in every episode to give us all like the Easter eggs and details and stuff, which was incredible. That was not something I asked for. They just said, if you want it, we're here. And I was like, I'm going to say no to Bill Beretta. Of course, come and play with us. Um, it was super fun. Uh, it was a great, uh, experience for me, but also just a, such a great resource to have out in the world to be able to really dig deep into these episodes. Cause if we don't do it, who will? Um, and uh, the cover art was provided by our very own Dave Haltine Jr. Who's right here with us. Oh, you know, I was just about to ask you, I was just about to ask you like, who was the, who was the talentless hack who, uh, who did that cover art? But I guess now, <laughs> I guess now I know. I was going to say, you're not, you're not wrong because uh, once Joe said, oh, we have permission to use the Muppets Mayhem uh, logo and, and, and Disney branding. I was like, well, I'm pretty much done. <laughs> no, you did such a great <laughs> yeah. job. I'm joking. I love. Well, that's the thing. I went to Dave because uh, first, because uh, number one, Dave's my guy. Love you, Dave. Uh, but uh I thought whatever we do, like Dave is going to illustrate something that's really incredible. And then once we said, okay, we've got the logo, we've got permission to use the logo. Uh, and as Dave says, most of the work is done. He yeah. didn't just stop that. You easily could have just like thrown a, the words backstage pass over that logo and been done with it. And I would have been fine, but <laughs> you actually printed out, but you printed out like a real badge, like a, like a backstage pass that you would wear on a lanyard around your neck. And you, took it on a photo shoot and like you created all this amazing imagery that went so far above and beyond what we would have asked you to do. And, you know, proving that like, you're not just an amazing illustrator, 
but you're a terrific graphic designer and you've got such an amazing eye for detail and for what makes a project like this really special and unique uh, and Muppety. And, you know, that's that's why that's why you're my guy. Uh, thank you. You have 20 minutes to keep going and gushing about it. Thank you. <laughs> well, hey, uh, I'm going to cut you off, but um, uh, you won't be able to spend 20 more minutes on this. But speaking of 20, I will give you 20 points uh, for those correct answers. Ah, cha-ching. Hooray. Now, thank you both. And uh, let's. Uh, modulate into our next game, which I'm calling Moog's Mayhead Challenge. You brought that magic as always. Well, if it isn't our most loyal number one Mayhead, my man Moog. <laughs> you know, you guys added those extra six amps. I thought it would be overkill, but you sounded better than ever. It was so good. Am I yelling? I'm yelling, aren't I? Yes, you are, and you are most welcome. Welcome. If you want to be a true Mayhead like Moog, you've got to know all about the six members of the Electric Mayhem. So this game is about Dr. Teeth, Floyd Pepper, Janice, Zoot, Animal, and Lips. I'll ask you a question about one of the members of the Electric Mayhem. You'll buzz in and answer it. It's pretty simple. We will do two questions for each member of the band, so 12 questions total. Each of these questions will be worth two points. Buzz in when you know the answer, but please wait until I finish reading the question so Mayheads all over the internet can play along. Ready? Ready. All right. So first, we're going to do two questions about Zoot. So our Zoot question number one. On Muppets Mayhem, it's revealed that this is Zoot's last name. Joe? Zutowski. It is Zutowski. Nice. Thank All right. you. And our second Zoot question. Dave Goles devised Zoot's shoe, Jimmy, as a tribute to this performer. Dave? I'm, I'm going out on a limb here. Is it Jimi Hendrix? It is not Jimi Hendrix. Good guess. Joe, do you know the secret truth of Jimmy Shue? The, the secret truth, which he declined to reveal on our podcast. Which is was... so weird because Bill Beretta revealed it on another podcast, right? Yeah. On his podcast. Apparently, apparently he, he wasn't supposed to. That's what that's what we were we learned that day. Uh, but the answer to your question is Jim Henson. It is Jim Henson. Should I rewrite that question? Should we not be talking about it? It's like on Muppet Wiki, because Bill Beretta said it. It's public information. That's 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 up to Dave if he really wants to go into detail himself. But too too late. Bill spilled the beans. Yeah, exactly. I was like, Jimmy Shoe. This, this is on Muppet Wiki. I I, I looked it up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I, and I listened to Muppets Mayhem backstage pass, and I remember passing on that. So I was like, oh, maybe it's Jimi Hendrix. Yep. Yeah, he he didn't want to talk about it on the episode, but Bill Beretta talked about it on uh, the Beretta Bros podcast and Muppet Wiki cited that on their Jimmy Shoe page. All right. It is Jim Henson. Uh, okay. Our next two questions are going to be about Floyd. Okay. So Floyd question one. Floyd only performed music on one episode of Muppets Tonight, where he accompanied Garth Brooks. What instrument did he play in that episode? Joe? 
I, I genuinely do not know the answer, but I figure it couldn't hurt to just say, uh, uh, he played the marimba. He did not play the marimba. Good guess. Dave, for two points, guess an instrument. Uh, let's say the kazoo. Wasn't the kazoo. He played the <laughs> violin. He played the violin in the Fiddler on the Roof style sketch that they did. That was one of Floyd's two appearances on Muppets Tonight. Jerry Nelson was alive and was working on Muppets Tonight. And yet that was one of Floyd's two appearances on the entire show. Huh. Huh. It was weird. Uh, second Floyd question. <laughs> Floyd is the only member of the Electric Mayhem to have performed at the Grammy Awards. Which musician did he sing with? Joe? He sang with John Denver. It was John Denver. Can I can I get a bonus point for knowing what song they sang? Oh, well, please, yes, tell me the song that they sang. I, I don't need I don't actually need the bonus point. I just want to prove that I, I remember. Uh, they sing Gone Fishing from uh, Rocky Mountain Holiday. Correct. Yes. Yeah. It's a great song. It is. From a, from a mediocre special. Yeah. Uh, I would I would venture to say a bad special, but I guess. Yeah. I was being kind. Yeah. I don't know. Anytime the Muppets <laughs> are on location, I can't hate the special. Like, it just looks so good when they're out in the real world. Even though half of those location shots are fake. Do you know that? Oh, I guess I haven't watched it in yeah. a long time. I haven't watched it since I was well, a child. So maybe I don't. They did a really good job at faking the the fake location. But apparently they filmed half of that special out on location and half of it in an airplane hangar. Hmm. So think about that, folks, next time you watch Rocky Mountain Holiday. Whenever that is. Maybe <laughs> every week. <laughs> or don't watch it ever. That's also an option. All right. Two questions about animal. Uh, our first animal question. According to a beloved quote from Frank Oz, you shouldn't mess with animal because he eats this. Joe? He eats glass. It is glass. He eats glass, man, is the, is the quote. Second animal question. In 1998, Animal was the mascot for which U.S. Olympics team? Come on, all three of us were alive for this one. Joe? Was it the snowboarding team? It was the snowboarding team, uh, correct. Good they, job. They stapled his feet to a snowboard and threw him down a mountain for some television appearance. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Great. So glad that exists in the world. Hey, we got two questions about Janice. While many assume that Janice is named after Janice Joplin, that has never been officially confirmed. However, Michael Frith notes that her design is based off of which rock musician? Joe? Joe's on a roll. Joe? I, I, only because I could see Dave thinking and going, I don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> or else I'd, I'd give you an extra few seconds to, to chime in. Um, I think it's Mick Jagger, right? It is Mick Jagger. She was actually originally conceived as an androgynous male character and was going to have a pronounced Adam's apple that bobbed up and down. They were going to make a mechanism to move the Adam's apple. That's wild. Mm -hmm. 
Question two about Janice. Richard Hunt is Janice's most famous performer. However, on season one of The Muppet Show, she was performed by Erin Oscar. Who performed Janice before that in her first appearance on The Muppet Show Sex and Violence? It was neither Richard Hunt nor Erin Oscar. Joe? Was it Fran Brill? It was Fran Brill. Fran Brill is technically the original Janice performer. We got two questions about lips. First lips question. Lips' first line of dialogue since The Great Muppet Caper was in episode two of The Muppets 2015 sitcom, where he mentions that the band loves getting this kind of food from gas stations. Dave? Is it sushi? It is sushi. It is, and we love gas station sushi, was Lips's first line of dialogue in over 30 years. Nice. I'm on the board. That's all I wanted. <laughs> our 10th question, our second Lips question. Unfortunately, this is a little easier than it was when I wrote this question. Um, because, uh, well, you'll find out why in a second. On Muppets Mayhem, Lips has a shirt featuring this other Muppet performed by Peter Linz. Dave? Uh, Tutter. It is Tutter. And it's a little easier now because I wrote this question months ago and then I decided to make a replica of that shirt for us to sell on toughpigs.com. I saw that today on X. Or yeah, whatever. oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really cool. Thank and you. I heard it on the Backstage Pass podcast as well. Yes. Well, that was, I, I put it on here when it was discussed on Backstage Pass, like, <laughs> five weeks ago. How about that, that, how about that double plug just now? Oh, yeah. yeah we got, we plugged the Tea Public, we plugged all the podcasts, like, wow, you know? We plugged everybody. X. Everybody should check out both those things. <laughs> yeah, we're not plugging X. <laughs> we're not plugging X. <laughs> all right. And lastly, we have two questions about Dr. Teeth. So our first Dr. Teeth question. Technically speaking, Dr. Teeth's first television appearance was not in a pilot episode of The Muppet Show. What was Dr. Teeth's first TV appearance? Joe? Was it on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson? It was The Tonight Show, hmm. correct. Jim Henson brought Dr. Teeth along on an appearance on The Tonight Show. I think it was the day before Sex and Violence aired. My favorite thing about that that Tonight Show episode is that Jim Henson's like bringing out all these new characters. Like we see Dr. Teeth, we see Fozzie Bear, we see the Swedish chef. And like the audience is silent because you, nowadays you bring the Swedish chef out and everyone goes like, oh my God, it's the Swedish chef. And they clap and they laugh and whatever. And now it's the audience is just like, okay, who is this guy? What are you going to do? And it's kind of it's it's like uncanny valley-ish like it doesn't seem right when you watch uh -huh. it doesn't johnny even say like why didn't you bring kermit the frog yeah i think you're right yeah i think johnny he says loves kermit. he loved kermit though yeah johnny like every time kermit was on the show johnny would make a point to talk about how much he loves kermit and doesn't like talking to jim he just wants to talk to kermit <laughs> <laughs> and our second and final dr teeth question while Muppets Mayhem reveals that Dr. Teeth was a dentist, the inside cover of the Rock Music with the Muppets VHS tape 
claims that he has the name Dr. Teeth because he never... Dave? Goes to the doctor? <laughs> Not goes to the doctor, but you're thinking on the right right path, I think. Joe? Uh, finished med school? No, Dr. Teeth never got a cavity. And that's why they call him oh. Dr. Teeth. According to Rock Music with the Muppets, the VHS <laughs> compilation tape from the 80s? Wow. Uh, interesting. Uh, is that how dentists became dentists? <laughs> is they just because I, I think I, I would like for them to have a little bit of schooling. That I seems never broke a bone, so I guess that by well, that logic, I could be like. A, I think I think that doctor. this is I think that this is assuming that's why they call him Teeth, and that isn't like his actual last name. But I don't know. Also interesting that he's he's never had a cavity, and yet we could see his gold tooth. Like he's lost an entire tooth. Yeah, that doesn't have to be from a cavity. Maybe he got in a boxing match. <laughs> well, still, he does have he does have good uh, uh, reach. Would uh, he be a good boxer? You know. Yeah, he's, he's got those long arms. Hit the guy without getting hit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, nice work, Mayheads. And now it's time for my favorite game. That's right. It's time for beat the time. As Muppets Mayhem makes clear. The Electric Mayhem hadn't released an album until 2023. In fact, we usually associate the band with performing cover songs like Tenderly or Mr. Blue Sky. However, since their first appearance in The Muppet Show Sex and Violence, The Electric Mayhem have performed a number of original songs. By my count, they have performed 27 original songs between that first pilot and the date we are recording this episode. This includes all of the different ways that they have appeared in movies and TV and specials, all of those things. Starting with Dave, name an original song by The Electric Mayhem. We will go back and forth between the two of you to see who can name more. If you can't remember one or you get the answer wrong, your opponent will have the chance to steal. Some notes. I'm counting both instrumentals and songs with lyrics. If you don't remember the name, particularly of an instrumental, you can describe the song or the scene or something like that, right? Also, at least two of the members of the band need to have been performing for this to count as an Electric Mayhem song. What I'm not counting are original songs sung by other characters, but accompanied by the mayhem. So for instance, this really mostly only excludes Pictures in My Head from The Muppets 2011, because that's really a Kermit song that the mayhem plays some instruments at the end of. Uh, there might be another it excludes, but I'm not counting it and I didn't write it down. So do we understand what we're looking for? Yes. Also, I just want to point out, I, I wrote an article on Tough Pigs uh, a few months ago about uh, we were ranking all of the original Electric Mayhem songs before Muppets Mayhem came out. And I thought to myself, there's no way that Becca will ask about this because I wrote a whole article about it. And I did not look back and remind myself what all those songs were, which is a good thing for this. But here's the funny yeah, thing. I read ahead. that article when it came out. 
I forgot that that article was written when I wrote this up. And I went to Muppet Wiki list of electric mayhem songs and went through one at a time, crossing out all of the covers because they are not really separated on the way Muppet Wiki organizes these things. Um, and I think there might be some you missed, I will say. Yes, I, I guarantee there's at least there's one that I can think of that I deliberately left out. And we'll talk, we'll we'll cover that in a few minutes. Well, Dave, name an original song by the Electric Mayhem. Uh, let's start off with Nightlife from, what's that, The Great Muppet Caper? That is The Great Muppet Caper. Yeah. How about a little traveling music? Very good. Uh, Joe? Uh, can you picture that? Can you picture that? Correct. Can you? Can you? No. Dave? Oh. <laughs> uh, original. I'm tapped out. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll we'll pass to Joe, and we can we can come back to you see if you can think of one in the meantime. Joe, uh, can't take no for an answer. Can't take no for an answer because technically that's Doctor Teeth and Zoot. That counts as two members. Dave, you want to try again? Original man. Mm-hmm. It can be an instrumental if you can like describe the scene or something like that, or any of the new songs. Well, if it's any of the new songs, right? I said, up, I said from from their first first appearance till now. So we are one. We are one. Correct. Back to Joe. Uh, I don't know the title of it, but it's the song that they sing um, during Fozziewig's party at Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, it's labeled. Or the, as, it's only play, I should say. It's labeled as Fozziewig's party waltz. Um, I will count that. Dave, I'm trying to think of something obscure from like. Um, like Muppets Party Cruise. <laughs> uh, sadly, only Kermit had an original song in Muppets Party Cruise. Yeah. Yeah, I'm blanking. Again, I'm new, blanking. new songs count. New songs count. Yeah, still blanking. <laughs> okay. I will uh, I will jump back to Joe. Joe? Uh, they sang, uh, oh, sorry, played again, another instrumental in Muppet Treasure Island uh, with a pirate's Yes, Muppet, a, they're not really dancing. Yeah. Muppet Wiki labels that as island party music. Yeah, I would not have known that title. I didn't expect you to get it. <laughs> Appreciate that. Dave, anything else? Should uh, I just they wait? wouldn't they they wouldn't be considered part of Cabin Fever, even though there's a couple people singing from that one. No. Yeah, I don't think any of the mayhem members are actually even in that. We'll find yeah. out on season season five of um, Moving Right Along, a Muppet movie podcast brought to you by toughpigs.com. But I don't think any of the mayhem are actually in that scene. Maybe Animal is. No, I got nothing. Okay, back to Joe. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, No Room for Boring. No Room for Boring from the Toyota commercial. Joe, I guess keep... Keep going, Dave. If you think of one, uh, raise your hand. Yeah, raise your hand. I'll I'll just shut up. <laughs> um, we well, let's see. In the new show, we've got Rock On. Correct. That's the theme. The theme song. Um, we've got oh, uh, from the uh, from Up It's Most Wanted. Uh, they have the the really long instrumental that's like it's like ten hours of them playing. Correct. It's re- referred to as total mayhem on Muppet Wiki. Total mayhem. Right. Again, I didn't expect you to get the names. 
Uh, let's see. I know I'm kind of, we're missing a bunch from Muppets Mayhem. Um, are, are we counting the Muppets Mayhem end music? We are. Which was also the theme song that we used for Muppets Mayhem Backstage Pass. Correct. Plug. <laughs> Dave, you got anything? I got nothing. I appreciate, uh, I'll, you, I, I appreciate trying to, to give me the alley-oop, but I got nothing. <laughs> I, you know, it, it, for the sake of sportsmanship, I will stop there as opposed to to, to wasting time <laughs> with me thinking as well. Okay, uh, here's some other choices that you could have you could have had. Um, the Sweet Tooth Jam uh, from the Muppet Show. It's was on some of the albums. It's the one where Animal just yells "Jam, Jam, Jam" all the time. Um, Love You to Death, which is one of the songs that they played on um, Sex and Violence, if I recall correctly um floyd's uh floyd's muppet show credits theme fugue for frog um his replacement for the muppet show theme uh don't blame the dynamite my personal favorite mayhem song that's from the muppet show i have to be honest i I thought that was a cover nope (laughs) that one's original the pittsburgh polka from muppets take manhattan uh, rock and rolling all around the world from um, the Muppets take uh, the Muppets at Walt Disney World. Uh, nap time from Muppet Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. The uh, theme uh, to Up Late with Miss Piggy, <laughs> and their depressed song, depressed version of the theme to Up Late with Miss Piggy <laughs> that they play when Josh Groban takes over the show. Um, other songs from Muppets Mayhem I would have counted. Uh, Gonna Get There, Gotta Be, The Sound of Us, Believe in Us, and On Our Way. And um, one that I genuinely didn't know existed, Where Are You At? from Muppet Fest, which was Dave Goles and Jerry Nelson messing around and riffing with the Floyd and Zoot puppets that counts as a song according to muppet wiki wow that's that's new to me as well but we're going to move into another game this one about the mayhem's best original song can you picture that we're going to play a new game that i'm calling picture this now joe this game is pretty similar to one that you played with me back in season one of hubba Specifically, I'm thinking of the time you were on our Muppet movie episode and we played a song lyric game. In this game, I am going to say a lyric to Can You Picture That? You'll buzz in and respond with whatever the next lyric is. However, to make this challenging, I've mixed up the order of the lyrics. So we're not going to go from the beginning of the song to the end of the song. I, I threw them all over the place. Right. Don't get confused. I based these questions off of the lyrics on Genius.com, which seem accurate to me, a person who's heard this song a zillion times. But I do apologize if there's somehow an error. Each of these lyrics is going to be worth one point. Buzz in when I finish saying my lyric with what comes next. And I am going to expect you to get the words basically as accurate as possible because these are quotes all right question one 
Fact is, there's nothing out there you can't do. Joe? Yeah, even Santa Claus believes in you. Correct. I like how we're just going to say this very matter-of-factly, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Question two. Jelly Belly Gigglin, Dancin, and Wigglin. Joe? Honey, that's the way I am. Correct. That is the that is the way you are. But don't call me honey. I couldn't I couldn't think of uh, the sweet word uh, before. I, I I was like, oh, what is it? I'm going to mess it up. Sweetie, that's the way I am. Yeah. Cutie, that's the way I am. I can't remember. <laughs> Baby cakes. That's the way I am. <laughs> Question three. Use it if you need it. Dave. Don't forget to feed it. Correct. Don't forget to feed it. Question four. Now begins the change in mental rearranging. Joe? Nothing's really where it's at. Nothing's really where it's at. Correct. Well done. I had a question mark over that really. I wasn't understood there. It's really. Question five. Crazy as a rocket, nothing in my pocket. Joe? I keep it at the rainbow's end. I keep it at the rainbow's end, correct. Question six. I never think of money. I think of milk and honey. Dave? Grinning like a Cheshire cat? Correct. Grinning like a Cheshire cat. It's hard when you mix the order of the lyrics around. <laughs> I, I just keep wanting to say, I just want to buzz in and go, can you picture that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll be right eventually, yeah. Uh, question seven. Let me take your picture. Dave? Add it to the mixture. Add it to the mixture, exactly. Question eight. Now the Eiffel Tower's holding up a flower. Joe? I gave it to a Texas cat. I gave it to a Texas cat. Correct. Wow. That's... Did you know that he gave it to a Texas cat? Did you know that? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Question nine. Everybody's lover, everybody's brother. Dave? Hooray for Donald Glover. (laughs) You know what? Yes! (laughs) They predicted that. uh, Was he performing in movies? Uh, Donald uh, Glover, Danny Glover. Because one of them, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, that's why I was confused. No, Donald Glover wasn't born yet. (laughs) Danny Glover was in movies by then. That explains my confusion. No, unfortunately, that's not right. Joe, everybody's lover, everybody's brother. Uh, I uh, want to be your lifetime friend. I want to be your lifetime friend. Correct. That's the first lyric. (laughs) I want to be Donald Glover's lifetime friend. Oh, it's probably fun. (laughs) I'm genuinely saying that on this podcast. If anyone knows Donald Glover, I feel like like he and I would get along real well. Yeah. You both like Spider-Man. Yeah. He was in the 2011 Muppets movie. Remember that? I forgot about that. He probably did too. (laughs) (laughs) 
Question 10. All of us are winning, picking and a grinning. Joe? Lordy, but I love to jam. It is Lordy, but I love to jam. Lordy, Lordy. Janice is 40. When when you when when you're saying them, I can hear the voice that's saying them and, yeah. and following them, but then they're just like, and take it. Take it. It it part of what I like when I was writing this, I was like, I have to scramble them because otherwise I think it's too easy to just keep going in your head with the oh, song. Yeah, super smooth and easy without it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question <laughs> Question 11 and the final one here. Beat down the walls, and you got to get this next part right. What does Dr. Teeth say after he says, beat down the walls? Joe? Okay, this is the hard one. Yes. I know, because it sounds like he says something, but the lyric is something else. It's beat down the walls, begin, believe. Oh, God, I want to say... Be heat. That's not a word. Then begat is the last one. Oh, what is that word? Uh, you got three fourths of them right. Dave, do you know the missing word there? No, I just know the cadence changes on this one. And yeah, I, it gets I don't have it. this is the hard one. Uh, the, the sources that I can find, and you can hear it. So I think these sources are right are beat down the walls, begin, believe, behold, begat. Wow. Behold. Biblical. <laughs> you can't hear that? No, I it's it, it sounds like he kind of does like a be he I, I, I think I always, did Jim Henson get it wrong? I see behold <laughs> in every lyrics sheet. We listen. No, I'm sure you're right. Well, yeah, I was gonna I'm say sure you're right. In the ones that I've looked up, that feels like the most accurate answer from what I've seen. Now listen, the lyrics on the internet could be wrong. Bill Beretta. On the internet? No way. Bill Beretta, <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna wanna tweet at us what the actual lyric is, if you're telling me it is not begin, believe, behold, begat, I will happily retroactively give both of these fine gentlemen one point. Let's let's ask Paul Williams. He might uh, not know. I doubt he remembers. <laughs> I don't know. Paul Williams has an amazing memory and, you know, especially for, for those Muppet songs. That's fair. That's fair. So he might. And as mm -hmm. discussed in Backstage Pass, apparently he no longer even wrote Picture That. So That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that, you'll have to listen to the podcast to know what we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> well, I think either way, we can agree that now your car can't be recognized. So that's good. Now, for our final regular game, it's another one of my all-time favorites, Mystery Guest. We previously talked about various songs performed by the Electric Mayhem. However, they also frequently appeared as a backing band in Muppet Productions, accompanying guest stars and Muppets. And of course, many of these guest musicians would also appear in other Muppet-related productions over the years. I'm going to describe a musician's appearance in another Muppet production. You'll buzz in and name that musician. You will earn one point for doing so. Then you can name the song or songs that this artist performed with the Electric Mayhem. 
If you can name the song or songs, you'll get two points for each of them. So I'm going to name a time that a celebrity appeared with the Muppets. All of the celebrities that I'm naming have also performed with the Electric Mayhem at another point in their career. You know what? Let's make it fun. You get two points if you can name the celebrity, and you will get three points for each song you can remember. Oh, thank God. I wasn't losing by enough. (laughs) (laughs) Some of these are a little tricky, uh, but I believe in you, just like the Electric Mayhem believes in us. Ready? All right. Question one. In an early episode of Sesame Street, this musician sang one of his hits while a little girl enthusiastically added lyrics about dancing. Joe? Paul Simon. It is Paul Simon. Joe, what song did the Electric Mayhem accompany Paul Simon in performing? 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. Incorrect. They performed that without Paul Simon. Oh, you're right. That was just just the electric mayhem. Was it 50 Ways to Love Your Lever? <laughs> no, that's not right either, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, Roll. Oh, darn it. So I I don't know the song, but am I is it is it is it performed on the um, Muppets Beach Party soundtrack? No, Paul Simon is not on that album. Uh, um, but um, this is this is the closing number of the Paul Simon episode of the Muppet Show. Dave, you want to guess a song? I I want to guess it, but I'm not going to get it. So no. <laughs> Loves me like a rock. Question two: One of the only celebrities to appear with the Muppets, the Fraggles, and the Sesame Street Gang. He's had so many appearances, it's hard to choose just one. But he and his band did cover Fraggle Rock Rock for Back to the Rock. Joe? It's Dave Grohl. It is Dave Grohl. Joe, what song has he played with at least one member of the Electric Mayhem? Oh, you know, I can picture him singing with animal on drums but i uh off the top of my head i can't think of what song they sang dave do you remember the muppets 2015 sitcom yeah i i can see him dressed up as animal and everything oh that's a different one. Oh, that's a yeah different that's one. that's when he was with the muppets that's yeah. yeah when he was animal was he was it on the 2015 sitcom it was it was on the 2015 oh, yeah. sitcom i was just double checking it, does, it doesn't help me identify the song but I could picture that. Well, it was written, you got to remember, it's a song that was written before 2015. So maybe that'll help you. A Dave Grohl song from before. No, it was Learn to Fly. <laughs> oh. From There Is Nothing Left to Lose. Remember, they play it over. It's actually one of the better parts of Muppets 2015. They play that intercut with scenes of Gonzo shooting himself out of the cannon. For, for the brief moment that that show was not bad. Yeah, exactly. That's like one of the good one of the good episodes. All right. Well, you did guess that it was Dave Grohl. Question three. She played Kermit's doctor in The Muppets Take Manhattan. Joe? It was Linda Lavin. It was Linda Lavin. Joe, do you know what song The Electric Mayhem played with Linda Lavin? I literally just watched this two days ago, too. Oh, Did you? Yeah. Because 
Well, you think while I'm thinking, because I, I can picture her. She's in the red sequin dress. Mm-hmm. She's got the band behind her. What are they singing? Uh, David Bukema is listening to this right now, and he's screaming at his at his uh, podcast app. But I do not know what it is. Dave, do you want to guess? I I just like when I tell you I just watched it. I just watched it. And as I think I'm proving repeatedly here, zero stuff is sticking. I am zoot right now. Like <laughs> Dave, you have some points. So don't <laughs> you're 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 getting some points. I, I got um, my name correct at the beginning. Yeah. You did. <laughs> <laughs> zoot can't always remember that. He's zoot. Sax is your axe. I um, do not remember. It is the more I see you. Even hearing oh. it, even hearing it, I'm like, yeah, that. The, I, I know, don't know. The old '90s uh, dial-up modem sound is playing in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question four: He is the only Muppet Show guest star to also appear in Lady Gaga and the Muppets Holiday Spectacular. Dave? Is it Tony Bennett? It is. Tony Bennett was not a Muppet Show guest star. Tony Bennett was a Muppets Tonight guest star. Oh. That is not correct. I'm sorry. Even though Tony, the late Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga were friends. But uh, Joe, do you know who was the only Muppet Show guest star to also appear in Lady Gaga and the Muppets Holiday Spectacular? You don't watch this every year? I sure don't. Joe, what do you... You know, you were just saying that maybe we want to do a four-week-long holiday uh, holiday podcast. Um, maybe we do a, a four-week holiday spectacular of Lady Gaga and the Muppets Holiday Spectacular. You're killing me, Becca. Um, <laughs> D- Dave just had a look on his face as if he suddenly remembered it. So, if if Dave, if you remember, feel free to jump Dave, in. Dave, do you want to try again? Was it Elton John? It was Elton John, correct. Because I remember watching it going like, so we're just not going to address the fact that uh, everybody knows he was on the Muppet show. No, no, they don't. They don't say it at all. Dave, Dave. So here's a chance for you to really pull ahead. The Mayhem performs three songs with Elton John on the Elton John episode of the Muppet show. What are the three songs that the Mayhem accompanies with? I will give you three points for each song you name. You don't have to name all three. What a handicap. <laughs> Anyone you get right, you will get three points. Uh, uh, Crocodile Rock. That is one. Hold on. Let me just write down the points. Okay. Crocodile Rock is one. Uh, my absolute favorite um, Elton John song, uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. And that one was also featured on Muppets Mayhem, a clip of that episode. And the last one, I don't know. They all look like they were dressed up like a stolen car. I, well, I do not remember. <laughs> to be fair, the mayhem always looks like yes. that. Like Dr. Teeth, again, dresses like that to begin with. Joe, do you remember what the last song that they performed with Elton was? I believe it was Don't Go Breaking My Heart. It was that Elton's, Elton John sang with Miss Piggy, but they're they're playing the instruments in the background. Eat your heart out, Kiki. Question five, Kermit flirted with this musician both on The Muppet Show and on the album Kermit Unpigged. Dave? Debbie Harry? It's not Debbie Harry. He did flirt with her on uh, The Muppet Show, but um, Debbie Harry not on Kermit Unpigged. 
There's an episode about Kermit Unpigged uh, that's up on our other Tough Pigs feed uh, where Ryan Rowe, Anthony Strand, and I talked way too much about every single moment on Kermit Unpigged. That'll be going up in four days or whatever. <laughs> Joe, who is it? Was it Linda Ronstadt? Linda Ronstadt! Yes. That's what Kermit <laughs> says when he opens the door. And, and then everyone uh, applauds, even though they can't see what's going on backstage. Oh, there's no applause on on Kermit Unpigged. you got to listen to that album Oh, they did it on the Muppet Show no. episode. <laughs> yes, yes, no. On Kermit Unpigged, there's no applause. No. No, no, no. What's Not on... even from us at home. <laughs> What song does Linda Rodstadt uh, play with the electric mayhem on The Muppet Show? Is it, It's just one song that they're on? So it's technically like one and a half if we count a song with one member of the electric mayhem. Right. Because I, I was thinking, well, I think the, I think I know the half off the top of my head uh, is um, it's in his kiss. It's in Janice's his kiss. Yes, that's just Janice and like some doo-wop singer whatnots. Um, right. So I wasn't going to count that because it's something about you'll be in my heart, right? Isn't it the finale song? I don't know off the top of my head. It's not called you'll be in my heart. I know that's one uh, of the lines from it or something. Um, is that? Hold on. Let me look. It's called. Uh, oh, I got to go through the whole song in my head. Uh, you're going to find it before I remember it. When I grow too old to dream, that's what it's called. Okay, it is not yeah. that song. Oh, um, and the song, the word, the word "heart" never appears in this Linda Rodstadt song. It is, of course, "Blue Bayou." Oh, I didn't remember that the Muppets were. I mean, the the mayhem was in that. I thought it was just frogs. Apparently, they're you. in it, according but, to Muppet Wiki. Great. Hmm. I haven't watched great. that episode in a while. I reviewed it for the website Tough Pigs. Uh, when we did our it's a terrific Mupp episode Muppet yeah. Show 40 years yeah uh, alright next question in a season 16 episode of Sesame Street Oscar tries to get this celebrity to play terrible music by giving him a broken trumpet only to realize that he can make anything sound good Dave uh, uh, it is a total guess, but going on the broken trumpet thing, is it Dizzy Gillespie? It is Dizzy Gillespie, <laughs> correct. I was hoping that someone would just be able to figure that out. Do you remember what song The Mayhem plays with Dizzy Gillespie? Is it Hello, Dolly? It is not Hello, Dolly. Good guess. Joe, do you remember? I remember the song. I remember he's wearing a weird like vest and no sh shirt underneath. Okay, I... I, I, I... I can't give you credit for reminding us that this was filmed in the 70s. Uh, uh, although I guess Animal sort of dresses the same way. He does? Uh, is, it is it Swing Low Sweet Chariot? It is not. It is the St. Louis Blues. Can you check the Muppet Wiki? I want to say, I'm not going to say this for points, but just to make sure I'm not a crazy person. I think the song segues into Swing Low Sweet Chariot. But I could be wrong. I could be remembering this completely oh, correctly. Oh, you are right. You are right. It does segue into that in the closing number of episode nice. 413. Nice. So the closing number is technically... Wait, where is St. Louis Blues anyway? Hold on. Oh, yeah. So that's earlier in the show. And then, yes, um, and the mayhem are there. 
good. You know what? I'm learning something even new today. Um, but St. Louis Blues also counts, but I will give you one point for Swing Low, swing low Sweet Chariot. I will cherish this point. <laughs> I always had a problem. Just I, 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 I don't know if we're going to have an opportunity to talk about it. But I know that Muppets are genuinely going to be left-handed because performers are right-handed. But as a trumpet player and knowing how they used the armature for lips, there's no reason he had to play trumpet backwards. And that is something that has bothered me my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> do they do they make left-handed trumpets? Is that a thing, Dave? Uh, I'm sure they do, but uh, I've known a couple left-handed trumpet players and they just play a regular trumpet. It's, you know, it's really just uh, how your hand fits over it and how your right hand would hold it. But for the armature and, and for the mechanisms that they built, no reason for Lips to be a left-handed trumpet player. No reason at all. Wow. <laughs> maybe maybe they made the trumpet prop in a mirror. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, question seven. He performed The Rainbow Connection with Paul Williams for Paul's CD, DVD set, I'm Going Back There Someday. Joe? This... Doesn't really count as a celebrity. I just know that he was on this album. Is it Gonzo? It is not Gonzo. This is an actual famous musician. No. Can I, can I make a second guess? Just because I know this person has sung this song many times. Uh, is it Willie Nelson? It is Willie Nelson. Yes. Because Willie Nelson kind of almost had a hit with, with that song. Um, sure. Yeah. So I guess I'll open up the floor here. Um, since neither of you got it when you initially buzzed in. So buzz in if you know. There are actually two songs that Willie Nelson has performed with the Electric Mayhem. Uh, buzz in to name at least one of them. Joe? Do they sing On the Road again? They do. They do sing On the Road again. Well, the, the other one I don't think I will even be able to guess. I'm drawing a blank on Willie Nelson songs. Is, is it a Willie Nelson song? Uh, I believe so. I didn't write that down, but I will check because I can cheat. <laughs> the only other Willie Nelson song I can think of is Rainbow Connection. <laughs> it is a Willie Nelson song. I thought I had it. I do not. It is Angel Flying Too Close to the Ground. They perform it in the credits tag of the episode Generally Inhospitable, which is the episode that Willie Nelson appears on. How did you not know that, Dave? <laughs> Jeez, Dave. You could have said that about literally every question. <laughs> question eight. Alongside her daughter, Tracy Ellis Ross, she sang Picture a World on Sesame Street. Joe? Diana Ross. That is Diana Ross. Diana Ross appeared on an early episode, early early-ish. I mean, Sesame Street's been on for 54 years, but appeared in, in an earlier episode of Sesame Street, and Tracy Ellis Ross appears as one of the kids in that episode uh, because she was a very young child, so she's just one of the kids in the crowd singing with Diana Ross. Joe, there are two songs that the Mayhem performs with Diana Ross. Can you name at least one of them? Uh, well, I know on the Diana Ross episode, they sing uh, Reach Out and Touch Somebody's Hand. 
I don't know if the mayhem's in that or not. The mayhem is not, at least not by my count. I will double mm. check because I've been, listen, now I now I feel like I'm going to be wrong about everything. But no, uh, I mean, Janice and Floyd are singing, but it's not. not really yeah, a, that doesn't count. No, no, no. It's one of those just um, like every puppet that we had on hand is around Diana Ross numbers. On hand, that's a puppet joke. Oh, true. Oh. Like, I wouldn't call that a Beauregard number either. <laughs> I mean, I can picture, like, the way that she's singing the song, you know, like, I can picture what she looks like on stage uh, uh, without, you know, really spending a good 10 minutes of thinking time. I'm probably not going to remember. Dave, any guesses? Is it last time I saw her? It is last time I, well, last time I saw him. But last time I, I saw him. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, they 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 change it, obviously. It's a and, great uh, song, and the ending of that song is just the way uh I don't know that Lips is playing it, but even the way that Trump goes dun just from a from a brass standpoint, mwah. Can you name the other one? Because there was actually another one that I would have counted. Oh, I can see it, but I can't hear it. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not in the episode. It's it's not I had I had it written wrong here. God, I just keep making mistakes. I this is like is this my first time hosting a Havawa, the Muppet Movie Podcast brought to you? Wait. <laughs> is this my first time hosting Havawa, a Muppet Quiz product? Sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> and don't, don't quit my day job. I just keep making mistakes. Is this my first time hosting Havawa? A Muppet Quiz Show podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. Look, Becca, everyone makes mistakes. Do 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 do. Um, <laughs> I had written down feelings, but that's Beaker singing lead in the Diana Ross episode, not Diana Ross. <laughs> Maybe Diana Ross performed Beaker in that scene. We don't know. She didn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> question. <laughs> Question nine. He famously performed Larry of Larry and Phyllis in season two of Sesame Street, or I guess also more famously, the Muppet Studios tour guide in the Muppets 2011 film. Joe knows this one, Joe. That is Oscar winner Alan Arkin. It is Oscar winner Alan Arkin, the late Alan Arkin. I knew that, but I didn't realize, is he a musician? No, but he sang a song with the Mayhem. Ah, jeez, Louise. I'm like, that's Alan Arkin, but he doesn't sing, does he? <laughs> no, he, he doesn't. He sang in that one Larry and Phyllis sketch. Remember that? No, I don't. He goes, <laughs> he goes, Haroom, beep, beep, Haroom, beep, beep. And he goes, that's, that's I, singing. That's singing, I, Phyllis. I guarantee that even our listeners to this podcast do not know what you're talking about when it comes to Larry and Phyllis. <laughs> well, listen. Actually, don't listen to me. Just move on. <laughs> do you know what song he sang with uh, with with the Mayhem? I don't, I'm not as familiar with this episode because this is a season five uh, one, if I'm not mistaken. Season four or five. It's one of those that, like, it wasn't on DVD and therefore I saw it a couple of times but I didn't see it over and over and over again. Um, it is... It is season four, which is why I'm not yeah. that familiar with it, because I know right. the DVD episodes and season five, which I had most of taped as a child. 
Um, yeah. But uh, it is The Pig Shuffle, an original song written by Alan Arkin and performed by him and the Electric Mayhem about the life of a pig wallowing in the mud. Piggy gets angry about it and karate chops Alan Arkin. You know, I was gonna guess the pig shuffle, an original song by Alan Arkin and the Electric Mayhem singing about a pig that gets caught in the mud and this piggy gets mad at them and karate chops him. But I thought, no, that's a little too specific. (laughs) All right, next question. He once gave a TED Talk about how puppets like the Muppets were superior to CGI creations. This is kind of a trick question. Joe? If this is the trick, then I'm going to be very upset. (laughs) Is it Kermit the Frog? It is not Kermit the Frog, but you're close in your trick. Yeah, I had had a 50-50 shot with this one. I'll let Dave run with it, knowing what I know about TED Talks. Would it be Steve Whitmire? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it's Scooter. Uh, the correct answer is Scooter. Um, that was the 50-50 shot. I knew they both gave TED talks. I just can't remember. Yeah, no, I didn't know. I didn't know Scooter gave a TED talk. Correct. You can you can watch it. Um, there's a full like TED talk that he gave specifically about why puppets are better than uh than CGI. Um. There are two songs that uh, Scooter performed with the Electric Mayhem, where Scooter sang lead on an Electric Mayhem song. Uh, I guess buzz in because oh, there we go, Dave. Uh, Mr. Baseman. Mr. Baseman is one. I will give you three points for that. Dave, can you name the other one? Um, I was going to say Act Naturally, but that's not Scooter. No, that's Gonzo. No, I don't have it. Joe. You must know this one. You showed it at the Muppet Vault a bunch. I'm sure I did. Uh, It's Six String Orchestra. It is Six String Orchestra. Another great song. Yep. Okay, question 11. We're almost done with this round. Question 11. In season one of Sesame Street, this R&B singer became one of the show's earliest celebrity guests when he sang The Alphabet. According to the old school DVD box set, he initially refused to use cue cards, but then changed his mind when he realized he couldn't remember the order of the letters. Joe? That is Lou Rawls. That is Lou Rawls. I, I almost buzzed in and said Stevie Wonder and still you, until you started talking about the cue cards. <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, that no. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, he had Braille cue cards. And he just had a very long arm. Joe, what song did Lou Rawls perform with the Electric Mayhem? Um, is, is it multiple songs? I feel like he did more than one in, in this episode. I'm only seeing one by my count. Okay, that that helps. That narrows it down a little bit. Um, you think I'd know... I reviewed this episode for toughpigs.com and I also was on this episode of Muppeturgy where we talked about this episode. So, oh, I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. Did I, did I plan this episode or what? It's two songs. It is two songs. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I, I know he's saying the title is, is coming to me. That's why I'm stalling, but uh, it's the one that he sang at the end of his, um, talk spot with Kermit and the characters come out and he starts singing about birds. He does. And then it leads into title of song, which is coming right now. 
out of my brain through my mouth. I can't think of it. Can't think of it. Um, he also does the he also does the closing number with Miss Piggy. Yeah, I I I mean I could picture him singing uh, a song that does not have the electric mayhem in it. He sings uh, Groovy People. I can't think of the other songs he sings on that episode though. Dave, any idea? Oh, I just got it. Go for it then. <laughs> I knew it'd come late. Uh, bye bye Blackbird. Bye bye Blackbird is that song that is not the closing number. The, that's the one from the top. Yeah, that's spot. not the closing number. I can't can't remember that one. Uh, that one is "You're the One." Mm. And the last question in this round, and one that I know I have the right number of answers to. On the Muppets ABC sitcom, Miss Piggy wore a mouse outfit inspired by something this musician wore to the 2013 MTV Music Awards. Dave? Uh, I'm going to say Dead Mouse. Not Dead Mouse. Good guess. Joe? Lady Gaga? It is not Lady Gaga. It is, of course, Miley Cyrus. Let's do a buzz in again. What song did the Electric Mayhem perform with Miley Cyrus in the special Studio DC Almost Live? <laughs> I quit. <laughs> you can't quit. You're producing I... this. <laughs> I I didn't. Dave, Dave chimed in. Dave, do you know? I didn't see this, but I'd have to take a guess. It's got to be Party in the USA. It is not, you'd think. Huh. Party in the USA, I feel like, came after the special. I was going to say, this might yeah. have been pre-Party in the USA. I can't believe you guys don't, first of all, that you haven't rewatched this special every year. And secondly, that you don't know your early Miley Cyrus discography, like back when she was still Hannah Montana. You don't know that? <laughs> the song is obviously called GNO, Girls' Night Out. Oh. <laughs> I, I did not get out. <laughs> oh, Sure. No, I knew, I knew it the whole time. That's the one where she doesn't want to play with the electric mayhem because she thinks that they are weird. And then Rizzo and Pepe convince her that they are superstars who have played with people such as Garth Brooks and Prince and Elton John. And you will note that only one of those is true because they did not play with Garth Brooks and Prince because... Only Floyd played with Garth Brooks, and none of the Electric Mayhem appear in the Prince episode. Amazing. Anyway, so look, we can't, we can't, we can't get any worse than ending with a reference to Studio DC almost live. <laughs> so we're you move, are correct. <laughs> we're going to move into our stump the host game, the anything in the world prize game. Now today I've been stumped a lot by things that I wrote down, uh, so. <laughs> Maybe stumping me isn't going to be so hard. But in this round, you guys will be able to ask me anything in the world about the electric mayhem. If you stump me, you'll earn 15 points. So let's start with Dave. You can ask me anything in the world. Okay. So I wanted to come up with something that was unique. So I wrote to all of our good friend, Jamie Carroll, and I said, hey, uh, hook me up with a, a Palisades electric mayhem uh, type question. And after he wrote a 32 page dissertation on exactly <laughs> what that should be, uh, 
We love you, Jamie. Yeah, never ab- change. Absolutely. I'll I gotta get Jamie. I gotta get Jamie on this show. That's for certain. I'll say every time I bust Jamie's chops, it is followed with I made a documentary about how wonderful he is, so I can get away with it. <laughs> uh, but um, speaking of the Palisades Muppets toy line, which two Mayhem members received more than one version or variant? So. All of them, uh, not all of them, but name two Mayhem members that received more than one uh, variant or version. I think I know this. So one of them is Animal, um, because there was a bunch. There was like the Palisades Collectors Club one. There was a giant animal um, that they made as well. Um, Is the other Dr. Teeth? No, and I would have thought that too. But the answer is, according to Jamie Carroll, actually Lips. That was my second guess, because I remember there were a couple of different Lips outfits for some reason. And I also knew that there were a couple of repaints of the Java that came with him. uh, Because for some reason, Lips was packaged with Java. I guess that's a trumpet song, right? So maybe Lips was playing Java this whole time back in, you know, on The Tonight Show or whatever, when they or Ed Sullivan show when they performed it. But uh, no, that counts. So Dave, you have earned 15 points. Joe, do you have a question for me? Sure do. Um, I was so tempted to give you a question that would be actually impossible for you to, to know off the top of your head, but I'm going with one that I think that you might have come across in your research for, uh, for this episode. Um, you know, just trying to be fair uh, and maybe people at home will, will know the answer to. Uh, so from 2016 to 2023, the Electric Mayhem got around primarily in their custom van. In that time, two celebrities have joined the band inside the van. Uh, can you name them? And I, I am not counting, uh, you know, like Lily Singh and Sara Chaudhry. Okay, and I was about the to cast say, I got it. Celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, not that. But two two celebrities uh, have been inside the van. Do you know who they are? Okay, here's one that I do know for a fact is Kristen Chenoweth. That episode of yes. the Muppets ABC sitcom is very awkward, and I do not like it. It's the one where Kristen Chenoweth kind of gets forced into going on a road trip with them, and the mayhem all fight with each other over who gets to date Janice. It's weird. I don't care for it. But you are um, correct. Yes, I, it, I remember. You're correct. It. Both. Both with about Kristen Chenoweth and about how weird that episode is. James Corden. That's a great guess, and you are don't you don't know how close you are, because the answer is Jason Sudeikis, because they did an episode of Carpool Karaoke. James Corden's. That's what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. But it was Jason Sudeikis. I knew that there was an episode of Carpool Karaoke in it, but I never watched that episode because it was like, didn't you have to like pay extra for it or something? Yeah, or like it was, I want to say it was like on Apple TV before Apple TV was like a thing that people subscribe to. Like you had to pay for like their two TV shows. Yeah, now I have Apple TV because there's a decent amount of stuff, like, but I didn't then. Um, including Fraggle right. Rock. No, okay. Well, I mean, I was close, but uh, but but no cigar. You were with both of you. I got I got pretty close, but not what we were looking for. And now, um, 
talk amongst yourselves while I do some math. Well, while you're doing that, you want to hear my other question? I had, here's my harder question that I was going to ask in case that one came up in the in the game. Uh, in the Muppets Mayhem, the band sings the song Have a Little Faith in Me, uh, recorded by Joe Cocker. The show goes out of its way to tell the audience that it's a Joe Cocker song, but it's not a Joe Cocker song. It's a cover. Who sang the original version? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I I knew that it wasn't a Joe Cocker song. I did know that because yeah. I looked this up around when the episode was airing. I was I was like, yeah. Uh, John Hyatt is the guy's name. I don't know anything else about him. No, you do know something else about John Hyatt. Do I? You do. You do. That's. I should have remembered. John Hyatt, you know plenty about John Hyatt. I'm getting excited because John Hyatt wrote and performed the songs for the Jim Henson Company picture, The Country Bears. Really? Wow. He is the lead singer of the Country Bears. Wow, that is an insane. I love I love Muppet connections where it's like there's this one thing where there's a Muppet connection, there's this other thing that's the, the Muppet connection, and they actually triangulate <laughs> into three things. I don't I don't, I don't have his character here by my desk, but <laughs> is he only the singing voice, or is he yes, one of the singing be- voices too? I believe he's only the singing voice. That's amazing. Like Dwayne Allman or whoever that was. I'm, I'm just learning there's Country Bear uh, figures. Yeah, they were McDonald's uh, tie-in, uh, like Happy Meal toys. Yeah, any day now, uh, Mc, McFarlane is going to start making highly detailed Country Bears action figures. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, hold on. Yeah, anyway. No, I'm keeping wow. that in. Nice. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, so it's looking like, let me just... 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Yeah. It's looking like I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> well, listen, I need to know how many points you each have. And so our point total right now, right? It's still anybody's game because we are into our final game, Say the Word. In this game, you can wager any amount of points. The winner gets those points and the loser loses them. You will get to hear the questions before you wager. So, assuming my math is correct, which I don't, it looks like, Dave, you have 59 points, and Joe, you have 92 points. So, that's how much you have to bet. So, I am going to ask you a multi-part question. Whoever gets more of these answers correct will win back their bet. You do not have to get all of these answers correct. You just have to get more of them correct. So here's the question. In an episode of the Muppet Christmas Carol season of Tough Pig's Moving Right Along podcast, I mentioned Michael Frith's original design sketch for Dr. Teeth. You know the one. It's the one where he's called Leon Dr. Elton John Don't Shoot the Piano Player. Well, On that episode, I was slightly misinformed because Michael Frith did not draw the first sketch of Dr. Teeth. In fact, before that sketch, a different artist drew a design sketch for the character who would one day become Dr. Teeth. This sketch inspired Frith's sketch, which would of course lead to the puppet that Don Celine would build. 
three questions about that 1973 sketch. Number one, which cartoonist drew the original Dr. Teeth sketch? Question two, what was Dr. Teeth named at the time? And question three, what other important Muppet reference material did this cartoonist draw in that same year, 1973? Joe, you were on a podcast about this. Don't give me that face. You should know everything about the electric mayhem. I should. I I, I, I have thoughts that I cannot say out loud. So we'll let's let's figure out what we're doing here. You don't have to get all three right. Whoever gets more of these questions right will get the points. So if Dave gets one and Joe gets zero, then Dave still is considered to have gotten it correct. What other Muppet reference material had this cartoonist drawn in that same year? Holy crap, Becca. I know. Listen, you, you 1973. Might have... Is that right? Nin 1973. <laughs> Again, get as many right as you can. I'm I'm guessing a lot on here. This is a tough one, Becca. Well done. See, listen, uh one of the things that it's it's been tricky. I'm trying to make these like somewhat possible. And I will say one mm -hmm. of you did get more of these right than the other. So um that means it wasn't impossible. Um but uh it's tough because one of the things I found is people know that I look at Muppet Wiki for these ads, for these questions, and some people have been coming this season prepared, having read what feel like relevant articles on Muppet Wiki. So I got to click through and like keep going, which is how I got that third yeah. part. Because like, even if you read the Dr. Teeth uh, page on Muppet Wiki, you weren't going to see that third part unless you kept clicking. Um, I will say I did a lot of my own research here and nothing that I researched came up. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Not one thing. <laughs> so I, I had I had I listened to uh backstage pass uh almost every episode I uh except for maybe the the most recent one that came out. Yeah, because you uh, hate Dave Goals. So you were like you were like not listening to anything that guy is talking on. <laughs> and uh and then um I had a couple uh episodes of just the Muppet Show playing in the background. Only to realize I was too busy working to actually pay attention to any of it. So I'm yeah, like, not helpful. So I'm like, I'm like back in high school. I'm like, this is how I study. Didn't work then. No reason why it should work now. You had 59 points. You got you got some things correct. Uh, so let's start with Dave. Dave, what cartoonist did you say drew the original sketch of Dr. Teeth? So I, I'm wondering if if you were trying to throw people off with uh, specifically using the word cartoonist or if uh, uh, or if it was just a nomenclature that you decided uh, to use, but I just took a while guess and said it was Jim, Jim Henson. Okay. Uh, it is not Jim Henson, but that is a good guess. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't trying to be that evil, but also Jim Henson once taught me how to doodle whatever's in my noodle to be a cartoonist is fun in the Playhouse <laughs> video. Wow, you're a cartoonist. So it could have been right, but it's not. <laughs> uh, question two, what was Dr. Teeth named at the time? Dave, what did you guess for that? I, I guessed who I've heard he was based on and I put Dr. John. 
good guess. He he is based on Dr. John, but that was not his name at the time. Um, and uh, I said, what important Muppet reference material did this cartoonist draw in that same year? Uh, you guessed. Uh, I decided to try and go three for three for wrong, and I put animal. Yeah, no, um, did not <laughs> did not design reference material for animal. Um, but good guess. You bet 34 points, and unfortunately, you lose 34 points, bringing you down to 25 points. Joe, you guessed, for the cartoonist's name, you guessed... I guessed uh, Dave Altin Jr. A great, <laughs> Is that right? A great guess. A great guess. Dave, Dave, how old were you in 1973? Uh, I was negative five. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So no? They're saying no. no. Okay, got it. Okay. I'm, saying, uh, I'm saying I'm missing a lot of residuals. If, if I <laughs> well, the correct answer is Bob Taylor. The cartoonist Bob Taylor drew that first uh, Dr. Teeth sketch. What was Dr. Teeth named at the time? Joe, you said. So this is this the only one that I knew for sure. Uh, he was called the Boogeyman. He was called the Boogeyman. You are correct. He was called the Boogeyman. So this Bob Taylor sketch of him uh, was labeled as the Boogeyman. And question three, what other important Muppet reference material did this cartoonist draw in the same year? You said... I just made a guess as to like who debuted around, around the same time, and I said the Swedish chef. Yeah, so I actually... I meant reference material when I said reference material. I didn't mean design sketch of a character because that same year, Bob Taylor drew the first Sesame Street style guide, the one that's on display at the Museum of the Moving Image. The original really? Sesame Street style guide from 1973 was drawn by Bob Taylor. That's super cool. Wow. That is cool. And and this sketch of Dr. Teeth that we're referencing here, where he's called the Boogeyman, is also or usually on display at the Museum of the Moving Image. Um, so that's cool that he's got so much of his work up in a museum where it belongs. Yeah, no, listen, we've got some scans of that 1973 um, style guide on Muppet Wiki. Uh, I'm not going to post a link because that would spoil the answer to this question. But if you saw my link on social media before you listen to this episode, but um, you should check it out. That art is fabulous. And again, you know, before 1973, there was really no standard way to draw the Sesame Street Muppets. And you can tell looking at merchandise from before 1973 that that was the case. That's why it all looks so cool. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but you can tell that there was no style yeah. guide before 1973. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Again, uh, uh, a true a true Henson art legend. Uh, Joe, based on my rules, you have earned back your 27 points, bringing you to um, 119 points. Hooray! Uh, so almost 100 points more than Dave. But you know what? Dave will always, will always be a legend around these parts. I'm just here for the fun. Yeah, and Joe... You are, of course, our winner and today's toughest pick. Yay! I feel a little, I feel a little slighted going up against the editor in chief. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that I'm an, the editor in chief. I always tell people, like, I don't 
remember things so well. I'm still a human being who's getting older by the day, but I did just finish a podcast all about the electric mayhem. So that may have been a little unfair, but you you still agreed to be here. It's on you, Dave. That's it true. It's your fault. It is heavily <laughs> on me. I warned you. I think I even told you that Joe would be your opponent. When when I brought my friend uh, Alethea from Sesame History on, I didn't warn her in advance that Ryan Rowe would be her opponent. And um, well, folks, you'll you'll have heard how that goes. But Alethea was a great sport and had a lot of fun. <laughs> My opponent could have been a bowl of dried fruit, and I probably still would have lost. But I, like I said, I, I came on because I wanted to hang out with, with the two of you. Well, I really appreciate it. Uh, Joe, you win your choice of prizes, uh, as you know. Uh, so your choices are as follows. Uh, you could choose to win some dental floss. Or this, uh, so I started doing these little, like, art, card things instead of doing magnets because i got kind of tired of doing magnets uh so i've got a little art card here of lips and he's wearing a hubba t-shirt that's great oh yes he is, that uh, is i'll take the floss okay i'm just kidding i'm like oh no i don't want the floss i want the lips <laughs> yes thank you no very exciting i will definitely send that your way and you can get floss at pretty much any any like grocery store or pharmacy. Um, I mean, look, God bless you for thinking that I floss. You got to floss. <laughs> you got to floss. I'm calling up Bill Beretta right now to tell him to tell <sighs> Dr. Teeth that you don't floss. Don't tattle on me to Bill Beretta. Come on. Every time <laughs> I do something wrong, you're like, I'm going to call Bill Beretta <laughs> and tell him what you did. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of another one. So guests, where can people find you if you wish to be found? Let's start with Dave. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and uh, X, I guess it's called, at Dave Holtine, uh, when, I get to, when I get a chance to post stuff. Uh, and I try and post as much Muppet art as I possibly can. Your Muppet art is extremely good. I feel like we said that, but let me just, you know, make sure that I'm getting a nice clean take of that. Uh, your Muppet art is really good. I appreciate that. It's uh, it's the most uh, inspiring and fun thing to be able to draw. I agree. Uh, Joe, where can people find you if you wish to be found? Uh, well, you're probably going to mention all of the Tough Pigs social stuff in a moment. So I will let you run with that. But wow, it's like you know my script. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've listened to the show before. Yeah. Um, if you want to find me personally, I don't post as much because social media will rot our brains. Um, but I'm on Twitter at Joe Hennis. I'm on Instagram at Tough Pigs Joe. Um, and uh, I'm usually hanging out at the pizza place out on the corner. Uh, so if you want to share a slice with me, come find me. It'd be great to meet you. All right. Well, hey, that feels like a great setup for me to start plugging some Tough Pigs stuff. Um, tough Pigs, as I say now on every podcast, uh, Tough Pigs website's been around 22 years, 22 years longer than any social media website. So the one place I can guarantee that you will find us is toughpigs.com. You can also find Tough Pigs on social media for now, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky, YouTube, 
um tiktok TikTok. We got, we got oh, that's TikTok? right, Joe. You've got a TikTok, a great Tough Pigs TikTok. Well, we we have a TikTok. We share it, all of us at the Tough Pigs team. I just happen to be the only one who uses it. Yes. <laughs> poorly. Uses it poorly, I should say. Anyway, at Tough Pigs there, um, you can also find us, of course, at toughpigs.com. You can, uh, if you like our work, you could consider donating to the Tough Pigs Patreon, uh, where you can get some exclusive free stuff as well. Um, we have Tough Pigs t-shirts for sale on uh, the Tough Pigs Tea Public page. Includes some cool stuff, some Hubba Wah shirts, and hey, I'll plug it. Just came out when we're recording this, just came out yesterday or two days ago, a brand new uh, Muppets Mayhem inspired shirt of Lips's uh, Tutter Street Trumpet Company shirt from Muppets Mayhem. You could get it. You could wear it. You could be a chrysanthemum. If you want to find me separate from Tough Pig stuff, uh, I am still on Twitter, not as much as I used to, but still on Twitter, uh, at Uncle Petunio, uh, that's Petunia with an O. Uh, I'm on every other social media website that isn't Twitter, at Tall Girl Petunia, that is Petunia with an A. Not confusing at all. So I'd like to thank some people for helping out. Um, I'd like to thank both of our guests. Again, I can't thank you enough. Um, it really is always a pleasure, you know, talking to, talking to Muppet fans. Uh, I do want to thank myself for writing, editing, producing, and hosting this show. Uh, I want to thank Stacy Rosen for writing the theme music to this show. Thanks to uh, Richard Gomez for doing the host artwork for the show. Thanks to, I don't know, some jerk named Joe Hennis. Uh, for being the Tough Pigs Muppet Fan Podcast Executive Producer, whatever that is. And uh, uh, thanks to... <laughs> Someone's got to pr executively produce this thing. I know. Now, Joe Joe helps out a ton with this podcast stuff. I can't, I can't thank him enough for that. Um, and I do want to thank uh, Katie Lynn Miller for doing uh, transcripts for this show. And of course, I want to thank Nora for helping to get the Electric Mayhem to finally record an album. And if you want to hear about that story, there's a place you can find out. And lastly, thanks to all of you at home for being with us on Haboa, the Muppet Quiz Show. And as always, don't mess with Animal. He eats glass, man. It's like this when he had to have his nap. Mm -hmm. One thing, one thing! Time for num-nums and a nap. Oh, so tired. Yeah.